Hello friends, my name is Adam Leong and I want to welcome you to Story Central. Each episode, I'm going to be interviewing a student, staff, faculty, or ministry partner to hear how they've been seeing God move on every corner of every campus in InterVarsity Central Region. This week, I interviewed Chase Scott, who's on staff in Kansas at Haskell University and Johnson County Community College. We talked about his own journey of self-discovery through serving Native students as a Native staff himself, as well as what it's like working with junior college students. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Let's get to it. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you could just start with, uh, who are you? Yeah, my name's Chase Scott, and uh, I'm staff in Kansas. Okay, great. And what are your assignments in Kansas? Uh, my main assignment right now is Haskell Indian Nations University, uh, and I do a little bit at JCCC, Johnson County Community College, uh, okay. right now. Great. So Haskell is my understanding is one of the there aren't a lot of uh, Native American universities in uh, the country. But Haskell is one of uh, one of them. How did you get connected to Haskell? I got connected uh, through a couple different things. Uh, being native myself uh, allowed me an opportunity to uh, be able to serve there and uh, be able to reach the student body that uh, attends at that campus. And then uh, just being in proximity, you know, I'm close enough that it makes it something that's uh, beneficial to do. Okay, great. Because Haskell is in Kansas City or yeah. thereabouts. It's in Lawrence. Lawrence. Okay, great. And so you you're saying that you you had mentioned that you are of Native heritage. Uh, what is that? I, and my understanding is that, that that's been a little bit of a like discovering more and more of that has been kind of a process for you, a more recent process for you. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what that process has been like for you as you discovered more and more of your Native heritage? Absolutely. Uh, so ever since I was young, I always knew I was Native American, uh, that I uh, come from the Creek Muscogee Indians. Uh, but I never knew much of my heritage. Uh, I never knew very much of that side of the family. Uh, so I didn't really have a connection to that part of who I am. And uh, a couple years ago at National Staff Conference, I met some of the Native staff and felt at home. Uh, they welcomed me in uh, as one of their own and uh, created a family there. And they have encouraged me to grow deeper into my understanding of my heritage and to learn more of where myself and my family comes from. And it has been a wonderful opportunity uh, to just get to know my family more and uh, where I come from, but it's also given me a wonderful opportunity to speak into the lives of students uh, that I wouldn't have been able to easily do so before. That's great. What, what are some of the, if you don't mind me asking, what are some of the things you've been learning about, uh, you can go into your family history if you'd like, but like what, particularly about you and like what it means to be native like, or to have that ancestry, what are some of the things that God's been teaching you about yourself? Through this journey, uh, God has been teaching me a lot about how where we come from is so important. Not just where we as people come from, but where 
our family comes from and what has created us, our ethnic heritage um, and how important that is to understand, but also to respect. Um, growing up, I always loved the fact that I was Native American, but I don't look it. I am very much a white passing uh, man. And as you know, I tried to learn more when I was younger, uh, I would get shut down a lot um, by other people saying, oh, you're too white to be, to be Native. Uh, you're too white, it doesn't matter. And uh, it was really discouraging uh, for a long portion of time in my youth. And growing up and walking this path of university and the people that I've had the opportunity to meet, uh, including uh, some staff, Rashawn and Cortland and uh, Ubi and a couple others have just uh, loved on me and shown me that, you know, I, I'm a perfect example of what, of what Native University is about. Native University is all about bringing the gospel to Native students, but also helping Natives find out who they are in Christ. And uh, that's been a massive journey that, that I've been going through for the past year and a half. Um, and I've just learned so much about who I am um, and how my ethnicity is not something to just throw to the wind. It's something that has built me to the man that I am today. That's great. So you were sharing about how you started this journey at Earth. Like you've known that you were Native for uh, since you were very young, but about a year and a half ago when you were at National Staff Conference is when you uh, went to, uh, you hung out with some Native staff who are part of the movement nationally, felt at home there and really were encouraged to start exploring that more. Uh, how did you first get involved with InterVarsity then? Was it through Native ministry or was it through uh, some other avenue? Or to tell me a little bit about your story of getting connected to InterVarsity. Absolutely. So I found InterVarsity uh, at Johns County Community College when I was, uh, let's say, senior year. Uh, well, my senior year while I was there. Um, I had found InterVarsity prior, but never had the real chance to be involved other than, you know, a couple cookouts and maybe a, uh, a game night or something like that, just because of my schedule. So I walked onto campus my senior year, fall semester, and the second I placed my foot on campus soil, God said, be present. And at the time, I had no idea what that meant. But I had in my heart wanted to be involved with ministry for a while, you know, just be a part of InterVarsity, be a part of crew, just be a part of something bigger than myself on campus. And uh, I met Angela at a tabling on campus, uh, Angela Sang, uh, our, our previous staff at Johns County Community College. And uh, she invited me out to a cookout. And I went to the cookout and fell in love with the people, fell in love with uh, just what InterVarsity stood for enough to want to go to fall conference. And at fall conference, I saw what it meant to staff. I looked at 
staffers like Jay and Hannah and Kathy and Dave and looked at how they served our uh, students and really loved what that model of a servant's heart looked like and felt really called to potentially pursue ministry in that sense. And I applied, well, I went to Perspective Staffing Weekend um, and realized that what InterVarsity stood for was a lot of what I really wanted to do, what I was already doing through other opportunities and uh, felt called to be there. So after that, I talked with uh, Dave Fick, our um, area director here for Kansas, and applied. I applied in December, uh, interviewed in January, and was offered the job in February. And Angela and my other staff, uh, Lance Knight, uh, left in May of 2019 and I began my journey of taking over the campus and being a full-time staff. Wow, so that, that's actually a pretty quick turnaround for you then because it's senior year when you first really get involved in diversity and from there there's the staff interest and that leads to the application and being hired and then immediately like right out of the gate your lead staff on a campus because the previous lead staff are transition off. That's, that was quite a, um, that, that's a pretty quick turnaround there. What was, what was that like for you? Those first few months of uh, trying to learn the staff ropes while also uh, staffing a campus. And uh, I don't know if you were at Haskell yet, or if that was something that was on the horizon or like uh, that, I imagine that had to have been a pretty interesting transition for you. Yeah. The transition was, wild to say the least uh immense learning uh going out to nebraska to meet you and do mpd 101 was uh a treat and working with all of the incoming staff then um was wonderful and learning so much about myself through the training about ministry but then getting on campus and actually being able to serve students and love on them and just be present. You know, it didn't go exactly as planned because I was restarting, you know, when Angela and Lance left, there was, uh, there was a lot of people still involved, uh, but it was like starting from the ground up, but it was a blast. It was so much fun to be involved and although there were hiccups, as there are in uh, anything related to college students and campus ministry in general, um, the Lord really prevailed and uh, moved in big ways on that campus. And it was just something that I will uh, never forget. And then uh, last year, uh, so it's 2021 now. That's wild. Uh this time in this time last year uh, was when I started working at Haskell. Um, and I went out early March for the first uh, ever prayer walk with Dave uh, and met my first student. 
who I've been in contact with ever since. And, uh, you know, COVID has really changed the climate of ministry on campuses, especially since both of mine have essentially been closed. Um, there's still can there's still students, but it's nowhere near as lively as before, but it has really, uh, brought about an opportunity for intentional one-on-ones and just building community with each other and those that I do have contact with. Awesome. You are actually planting then at Haskell right before the pandemic started and everything got shut down. And so you're trying to actually plant this as everything has been on lockdown. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the day we were out there, at Haskell was the day that it was on spring break. We didn't realize that it was spring break when we went out, but we went out and it, and that day while we were standing in the library, uh, they got the announcement that spring break was going to be extended for another week. And then uh, as for most campuses, uh, that extended spring break turned into lockdown. Um, so it's been a journey planting, but um, in that time period of being out there, I uh, came across a ministry that works alongside Haskell called Sacred Ground. Um, and they are a community center that serves the uh, Native community at Haskell. And the wonderful leaders there uh, welcomed me. And we, I've been working alongside them, getting to know students and uh building fellowship through uh, that opportunity uh since wow so you've been partnering with a different organization as you've been trying to plant at haskell um what are some of the things that we, one of the questions that we like to ask is uh what how are you seeing god move on your corner of the campus so what do you what are some of the things you've been seeing as you've been planting at Haskell, continuing to do work at JCC, all in the midst of a pandemic? Yeah, what how have you seen God at work? Oh gosh. Um <laughs> I've seen him work in some miraculous ways. You know, you you'll walk on campus at Haskell and it looks dead. You'll see some caretakers for the land and uh Maybe some administrators walking into buildings. You'll see a few cars, but the the dorms are empty. The uh, campus is barren. It's like bare bones. But uh, we did a prayer walk the other day, and God showed me that these uh, that He's going to be breathing new life into those dry bones in the upcoming year. And it it, it was really exciting because you know. Although the campus may be closed, you walk into Sacred Grounds building and you'll see, uh, you, you'll, you'll smell lunch being cooked for students. You'll see uh, students walking in and, you know, doing homework or watching TV or just conversing and hanging out. And yesterday uh, we prayer walked and we, we got the opportunity to eat lunch with some of those students. And I saw probably 10 students yesterday, which may not sound like a lot for some people, but on a campus that's entirely closed. Um, and my usual is one to three students seeing those 10 students come in and out for food just was, 
So tremendous. It, it really showed me that, you know, in the midst of all of this chaos, God is still really doing something there. And it made me so excited to see what that something is. Uh, and at JCCC, uh, there hasn't been a lot going on. A lot of the, the clubs in general are struggling. But the beautiful thing about a campus like Johnson County Community College uh, is it's one of those campuses that could fall apart one semester and be booming the very next semester. Uh, there is so much student influx that, you know, it, it could be dead for a year and it could be the biggest it's ever been the very next year. And I think that's a really big blessing for that campus because that just means that there's so much opportunity for life. And I see that the Lord is really going to do something there uh, in the future. And I'm excited to see what that is, uh, especially with that being my alma mater and, uh, and having a very special place in my heart. But I'm very excited to see what God has in store there and uh, to continue seeing him move in massive ways as he has in the past. That's very cool. I love hearing that uh, first about how is the that sacred ground, how that organization and you being able to partner with them has meant that students are being served at Haskell, both figuratively and, and literally. Um, yeah. And the faith that it takes to be at a place like Johnson County where it's like, who knows what's going to happen and the ups and downs um, and those uh, sorts, sorts, sorts of things. So uh, yeah, that's, that's absolutely wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Last question for you then. Uh, what are ways that our listeners can be praying for you or be praying for the students at Haskell or praying for the students at Johnson County? Yeah. How can we be praying for you? Absolutely. Uh, the, I think the, some of the best ways to be able to pray, pray for the students at Haskell are just that those who are uh, those who are you know struggling have the resources necessary. You know, thankfully there are uh, resources like Sacred Ground that have a food pantry and that have a place for internet and be able to work on homework and stuff like that for those who are uh, local. But there are a lot of students that because of the closing had to go back to the reservation or back home uh, to places that might not always be indicative of growth, whether it be spiritual or, or, you know, emotional, um, you know, not everybody's home life is the best. So be praying for those students that had to go back to more difficult places and just that the student or the school will be able to open up again soon so that those who, you know, want to be back, those who need to be back are able to have that opportunity to do so. Um, I know that it's difficult for a lot of people to just be uh, away, you know. Online schooling is not easy for, for many students. So just that the, uh, the campus is just able to open up again here soon so that those students can begin to return, begin to return to some form of normalcy. Um, and when it comes to Johnson County Community College, uh, just pray that those students that are there will continue to uh, grow and find opportunities to be involved in fellowship, whether it be with InterVarsity or 
any of the other uh, campus ministries on uh, that are available. Uh, but just that same for them, that there is an opportunity to return to normalcy. I know that COVID has been very difficult for a lot of college students, uh, native or non, um, because of everything that is going on and the, the, just the climate that everybody's in when it comes to learning or uh, where they're having to stay. So just pray that these students find peace in these uh, chaotic times and that they're able to continue to move forward and grow uh, in themselves and then find the fellowship that they so desperately need in these times. Great. Thank you, Chase. It was a pleasure talking with you, hearing about things that are happening in Kansas and uh, absolutely a blessing over you and your students. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be on. That's it for this episode of Story Central. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and rate and share us so others can find our podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook at Story Central Podcast or on Instagram at Story Central Region. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us directly at story.centralregion at gmail.com. You can also partner with us financially by going to www.givetoiv.org and search for Central Region. This podcast was produced by Julia Flaherty. I'm Adam Leong, and as always, have an excellent day.